Hey everyone, welcome back to Safe Haven. I am your host, Darlene Anjoud. I am super sorry if my voice sounds a little funny. I was away this weekend, like at my annual Halloween retreat, and my voice is really recovering, but I didn't want to miss the chance of posting because I didn't get the chance to do it Friday. But nonetheless, um, today I want to talk about um, depression. It's a bit sad that I'm, I want to get into that. I'm going to get into the depression and touch on suicide and stuff because I feel like that's something that's really going on in the world and the time that we're, we're living in right now. Um, a lot of people are trying to take the easiest route out of life or a lot of people are falling into depression. Like a lot of superstars have been um, talking about depression and recently one of my favorite my favorite singers, um, Tamar Braxton, was um, actually taken to the hospital because they said she um, attempt on killing herself or something like that. And the Lord was really placing that on my heart to talk about like suicide and depression because um, it's something that does a lot of damage in our time. And also it's something that's been happening in the church and nobody really talks about it. Nobody touch on depression. Nobody really talk about suicide for all we know about depression is that it's something for us to take very serious. I think like a lot of people use the word depressed very lightly or they'll like just be like, oh, you're you're going through depression, this and that. It's like don't play with such thing because depression is something that's real and it affects people. Depression is um, something that, I, like I said, it's not something to be played with, okay? I looked it up and this is what I got. It says depression is a common and serious me- um, medical illness that um, negatively affect how you feel, how you act, and how you think. So whenever you say somebody's going through depression or if you're just looking at your friend and say, oh, you're depressed, like be light, be very careful with what you say. It's not, it's not something for you to take, you know, lightly. <clears throat> like I mentioned earlier, oh my God, I'm sorry, you guys, my voice is not fully healed yet. Like I mentioned earlier, like, there's been a lot of talk of depression. Like, there's been a lot of people that's gone through, like, death because of how they felt. Um, Honestly, I can talk from personal experience because I um, experienced depression at a very young age. Um, I think I was about, like, I would say, like, 10, 11-ish when I went through, like, a depression phase. And I didn't know, like, what depression was. I didn't know how to deal with it. I didn't even know what I was feeling. All I know, all I knew was, like, I didn't want to be around people. Like, I used to love reading. I still like reading. I didn't like reading anymore. I used to love writing. I, you know, gave up those activities that I enjoy, which is one sign of depression. Like, you giving up things that you would normally enjoy, giving those up. Um, I'm not saying, like, oh, you're not being interested in, in them. It's just like, oh, you're depressed. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is... Like, if it's something that used to bring you joy when you used to do it and all of a sudden you just like, I don't want to deal with it. I would just rather be sad. That's a major sign. Um, But <clears throat> like I was saying, I was like very young when I experienced it and it wasn't something that was taught to us. And I like like I mentioned, I have Haitian parents and 
they don't talk about these things to you. Like in the black community, they don't talk about depression. They don't address it. It's not even just the black community. It's just something that's not very commonly talked about. But um, I went through it. I think it was because um, my grandfather passed. Um, I suffered the loss of my grandfather at a very young age. And my grandfather was like a dad to me. My grandfather on my mother's side, he was like a dad to me when he passed. Nobody really told me that he passed. It was like the day of his funeral. I was finding out that um, he was dead. And me and my grandfather were very close, like I mentioned. Um, my grandfather was always like, oh, you have to come back. And you have to come back and see me. I I was a farm, I was a farm girl, okay? I grew up in a farm. I knew how to milk cows and take care of all that stuff. So I was very hype about going back home to see my grandfather. And um, the mindset of not seeing my grandpa really made me very sad. And um, I just didn't like doing anything. I used to like playing with my brothers. I used to have um, friends I used to play with. Like I would just go to school and come back home and climb in bed or just do my homework and just be quiet. I used to just never talk about anything. So um, that that's like that was like a major sign. But like to my parents, it was nothing. They just said, oh, you get over it and stuff. But um, yeah, depression is real. Um, it's very real among young people. Like being in ministry, um, there is people I know that are in ministry that goes through depression every now and then. Like, I think I have mentioned in the last, in a few episodes ago, or maybe it was the last one, I spoke about John the Baptist when he was um, in prison and he had one, one of his disciples go and spoke to Jesus. And they, he was basically like, just ask him if he's really the Messiah. I think like, I don't think John the Baptist was experiencing nothing short but of depression. I think like he was a little bit depressed because John the Baptist, let me tell y'all about this man. He stuck his nose in something that was not um, his place. And that's why he got arrested. Okay, John the Baptist, God forgive me for this. But um, nonetheless, I'm going to give you guys the Bible, um, the chapter of this um but yeah, John the Baptist needed comfort at the moment, and um, he just needed a word of healing, and Jesus did just that, and he just kind of like confirmed it. And um, <clears throat> but when someone's going through depression, it's not that I'm not saying don't um, tell them, oh, you're going through depression. Like, yes, it's good to talk about it. It's good to confront that part of it, but be very mindful of how you do it. Be very mindful of the person's feeling because when you're going through, when they're going through depression, when they're going through that phase in life, they're very sensitive. They're very sensitive and they're prone to think anything. Anything you say to them, they'll take an offense to it. They walk around with the spirit of of, um, of offense, okay? They walk around just being offensive. They, they You could just be like, oh, your hair looks nice. You know, if you did this and that, you know, it would have been better. They'll, they'll, they'll take an offense to, oh, you just made a, a statement about their hair or you think they could do a better job. So, um... Just be mindful. Like, if you notice one of your friends is going through depression, like, just be mindful. There's, like, um, various type of um, depression. There's um, clinical depression. I actually looked up the, um, the meaning to clinical depression. Um, and it says a mental um, health disorder characterized by pers- um, persistently depressed mood or loss of interest in activities causing significant um, impairment in daily life. And they say sign of, um, 
um, severe depression is fatigue. It's kind of like losing interest of almost everyday life or you just feeling worthless or just like guilt, stuff like that. It says um, insomnia, um, not being able to sleep. Or you could just be in bed and your mind is like taking up like thousands of things. Like it's not even positive things. It's just like things that would um, bring you down. Um, another thing that was on there is um, that was very important to me. I took that to heart was um, it says reoccurring thoughts of death or suicide. And that's like crazy. Um, I only like this because it shows that suicide and depression goes hand in hand. Because once you become depressed, your mind starts thinking things like it's like I'm worthless. I'm not on the, I'm not placed on this earth for anything good. Nothing about me is good. No matter how much somebody compliment you, like if you're going through depression, if you're going through like severe depression, it probably won't help. So, um yeah, I like um I wanted to get to that part and on there it also says um restlessness or feeling um slow and stuff like that. Like if you're restless, you might be suffering from the um depression. Um I wanted to look into like college student how they but how depression works with them. Um, depression is very common among college kids because when you're in college, you're like in a whole different setting. Um, you're um, constantly being, you know, being put in competition with your grades and stuff. And then, then you rack up on debt because you're having to take loans for college. After graduation, it can really cause you to fall into depression, like not being able to find a job in your field or just because, like, okay, like, after college, I think they give you, like, three months to start paying your debt off, like, your college loans off. And that can lead to depression, like, not being able to find a job. And also, when you're in college, not saying college, but, like, just being young in general, you go through depression, like, with, like, relationships. Like, I mean, like, romantical type of relationship. Like, if you were in a relationship and you and that person break up, you're... I'm not going to say you're most likely prone to fall into depression, but depression can follow after the breakup because I went through a phase, my first actual relationship. I think we're like two years and a half into the whole relationship. And um, I decided to break things off because, you know, yeah, it just didn't work out. I'm not going to say what he did. He was just out here being, you know, being a guy. I'm not saying all guys are like that, but... Um, yeah, and um, I really invested a lot into the relationship, and I wanted the relationship to work out because I wanted to prove my parents wrong, and when it didn't work out, and after the breakup, I was finding out things about him and stuff, what he was doing, who he was doing what with, and um, somewhere along the line, I just fell short. I just felt like, wow, like, this is somebody I give, I give my all to. And just that, the just that thought, um, I fell into depression, and it wasn't just like my feelings or what I used to enjoy. Like I physically got sick. I became very sick physically, like to a point. Like um, at one point, I think it was like my birthday. I wanted to go to the hospital because I was feeling very weak. I wasn't feeling well. Um, a lot of things was like going on, like because. 
I, after going through the breakup, I didn't eat. I just kind of like let, you know, my thoughts consume me. And <clears throat> like I had mentioned earlier, the signs of depression is just like, like, just like reoccurring thoughts of like feeling worthlessness and other things. But yeah, I mean, like relationships could cause you to fall into depression, the relationship ending and you not being able to be yourself. You not being able to be 100%, you can be very depressing. It's like you're putting up a front for everybody else to be happy, but you're not happy. And um, I think the actor Robin something, he did Mrs. Dotfire. Yeah, he did Mrs. Dotfire, I think. Yeah, he did that movie. Robin something, I don't remember the name. He's a very funny guy. He's a comedian. Um he did the Jumanji books, the first one. I really wish I could get the name. But I think you guys should get who I'm talking about. Like, he was such a happy person. You would see his face. He would normally have, like, a happy face on. And I think, like, he committed suicide or something like that. And it was because he was very depressed. And um, the person that pushed me into saying the person could be out here putting up a front. There's leaders that are working in the government. There's people that are working in ministries. There's teachers. There is parents. There are people that are putting up a front that they're happy, but behind closed doors, they're crying themselves to sleep. They're thinking all sort of things. That's why, like, I forgot who said this. I think it's anonymous. Um, it's unknown. But they're always saying, check on your strongest friends. Just because they put out a strong front don't mean that they're strong. Sometimes they could be going through depression and stuff. But um, nonetheless, um, yeah, I just kind of like wanted to talk on that. I don't want to talk on it for too long and just, you know, yeah. Okay. In the Haitian culture, we don't talk about depression. Black people in general... Don't talk about depression. They don't talk about any of these things. They don't want you to show, let anybody, well, not show. They don't want you to let anybody see you weak. They don't want to show any weakness because they feel that depression is a sign of weakness. And it, you may be weak there, but it's better to talk about it than to just um, go through life feeling all of these things and not really having something to say like, <clears throat> I always advise people, like, whatever you're feeling, communicate it with people. And at times, when you feel like you're getting into a phase of being sad, <clears throat> it's better for you to, like, honestly, just literally get up and move. Because at time, you could, if you move, like, me personally, I've experienced that. Like, whenever I feel like I'm in a phase where I feel like getting sad and stuff. I have to get up and move because if I stay where I'm at, if I stay in the same position, I feel like I'm just going to cause myself into falling. So I remove myself from the place. I remove myself from the area or just the atmosphere that would cause me to get into the mindset of the press and stuff. Um, but um, yeah, I think like depression is something that we all go through, I feel like even kids, they go through depression and they don't know how to vocalize it. And they're looking for somebody to just ask them or to just like, I don't know, pick up on how they feel. 
that's just how I feel. That's what I think. Because going through it at a young age, I always just thought like, you know, I just need somebody, you know, to just talk to me, talk me out of it or to just like, you know, be able to relate to me. So, yeah, like it's not just for like young adults. It's not just for teenagers. It's not just for adults or parents or people in ministry, but it's for everybody. Like, I feel like even some babies at time, like depending on the parent's interaction with the baby, a baby could have a mindset of depression. I believe that can happen. So like I say, check on your toughest friends, check on people, just make sure everybody in your circle is good. Like even if they're not in your circle, if the Lord plays them on your heart, if you're just thinking about them, just like shoot them a text, just be like, hey, yo, I was just thinking about you, you know, just checking to make sure you're good and stuff. It goes a long way, believe it or not. So as always, you guys know, I love to give Bible scriptures that goes with um, everything we talk about. And for depression, we didn't really get into um, suicide, but we'll get into it some other time. But for depression, I have a few Bible verses I wanted to share with you guys. And the first Bible verse I want you guys, I want to share with you guys is going to be Philippians 4 verse 8, I believe. And it says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, Whatever is um, admirable, admirable, sorry, you guys, I'm Haitian. If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about those things. Like when you fill your mind up with positive things, it's really hard to fall into depression. Like it's really hard to get into anything of of the second verse I'm going to share with you guys. Um... I want to share Philippians 4, verse 13. It says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And I think that's the good thing about it. I think, like, um, the good news um, is that depression can zip your energy and make it feel almost, like, impossible to accomplish anything, any task. It could be the littlest thing. It could be waking up to brush your teeth. It could be waking up to take a shower. Or it could just be waking up in general. Depression, at times, can make it feel like that's impossible to do. But with Christ, you know, with Christ always being there for you and through him, you can do all these things, you know, you can find the will to go through things, the will to go through the darkest moment of your life. But just that, um, also I want to leave you guys with, um, John 16 verse 33. It says, I have told you these things so that in me, you may have peace In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Meaning that Jesus himself, this was from Jesus himself, meaning that Jesus himself knows the feeling of depression. Jesus himself knows all that we go through because when he was on earth, he was 100% man and 100% God. So Jesus knew the feelings that we had or the mindsets that we have. I think that verse is very encouraging, meaning that if Christ can overcome the world because he lives within you, he dwells within you, you too can overcome this world so yeah um what's another verse um everybody should know this jeremiah 29 verse 11 for i know the plans i have for you declares the lord plans for peace and not for evil to give you a future and a hope meaning that this too shall pass this too will 
go away and there's better time ahead. There's good time coming. God is planning everything out for you. Like your current situation does not define your future. None of that, you know, um, I'm getting a little bit too excited. And also I have a lot of scriptures. Also, uh, Matthew 11, verse 28, it says, come to me, all who labor and have and blah, come to me, all who labor, all who labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. Only Christ can give you rest. Only Christ could replace your restlessness with actual rest. Only Christ could take away your um, insomnia with actual sleep. You can only find those things in Christ and Christ Jesus. Nothing in this world, no money, no wife, no husband, no girlfriend, no boyfriend, no mention is going to give that to you. But Christ himself will give it to you. Um, Another thing I love this verse. Proverbs 3, verse 5 through 6, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Meaning that do not let the thoughts that are going through your mind define who you are, define the moments. Don't let it um, cause you to have cloudy understanding if you're... If you're understanding what I'm saying, do not let it consume you. Don't let it overtake you. None of that. So, um, is that all I have for you guys? Um, should that be all? No, 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 no. I'm going to give you guys one last verse and I promise it's going to be the last verse. Um, first Peter five, verse seven, it says, casting all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Meaning that giving all your, your worries, everything that's going on in your mind to, Christ because he cares for you. Depression and anxiety can be isolating at times. They can cause you to isolate yourself from people. But with Jesus there, he cares for you. And you can turn those darkest moments in your life and give it to him. And whatever you're feeling, give it to Christ. That's all I'm going to say. Give it to Christ. I really wanted to talk about depression and suicide, but God just put it on my heart to just do this little thing on depression. And I'm really hoping that it bless you guys. If you know somebody that's going through depression, try to get um, help for them. Try to get them the help they need or try to be there for them. You know, that's all I can say. Like share this episode with somebody. I'm sure somebody's going to need it i might need it in the future you might need it in the future but i hope this was helpful to you and it helped you and of course once again i am darlene anjut and this was safe haven